Welcome everyone to Squared Circle Rewind episode 68, where as in the open there, we're reviewing WCW Starcade 1993. And as we start off every show, every week we do this, current events, body slam. Thank you so much, Ben. You're Appreciate welcome. it. I've always loved that song. I have a lovely voice. You do. A beautiful <laughs> voice. Angelic, even. Oh. 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 <laughs> I don't oh. Call angelic. That angelic. Oh. So, as people know, today was the big WWE Crown Jewel event that had a lot of controversy behind it. Very much so, which we already, not, we already touched on. We're not touching on that this time. Yeah, We're just why doing not results. add more controversy with having Hulk come out to the real American theme? Yeah, baby. Right? You know, you know. Had you given me a heads up, I could have actually made a sound bit. That's why I didn't give you a heads up because I wanted to do up. it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just it do it. Didn't sound as good. Oh. <laughs> Fine. So, so he's you don't the sound host. As good as the actual real. Fine, American. Ben. First time seeing Hogan since 2015. WWE. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Hey, New Orleans uh, Silverdome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brother, where he slammed Andre the Giant, baby. <laughs> So we're going to discuss the, the results of the big matches. Okay, um, run them down. Well, I'm not going to go through the results of the World Cup tournament brackets. Oh. We're just going to say who wins it. And Shane McMahon is the first ever World Cup No, no, not, not the first ever. He's winner. the best in the world. He's the best in the world at what he does, which Shane I thought McMahon was running SmackDown Live. I kind of would have preferred Vince to win it. Like, I would have given it to Hogan. Like, at least he's a former if world If you were going to sit there and screw around and do that kind of screwy finish, why not make it funny? Like, why even make this thing a big deal if you yeah. just mock it? Like, they, they, they added a gimmick at the end. Like, you, couldn't, really? you couldn't have Rey Mysterio win the freaking thing? Like, really? You have Shane McMahon had... Who did Shane McMahon beat? Uh, Ziggler. What? Yeah. You know what I would have done? I would have... Actually, you know, it wouldn't make sense because Miz was who was replaced. Is this would have been a good time to have uh, Drew turn on Miz, on Ziggler, Ugh. and have him like, and that's how Miz wins. Like I yeah, can't take it. Go on to like, the next match. This, so, this angers me. So Shane McMahon's the best in the world, guys. Uh, yes, Woo! best in the world, Shane McMahon. I guess here Canada's comes the not, money. I guess uh, Canada's not the only country in the world that's uh, legalized. Um, Cannabis now, they must have been uh, getting it from uh, some other countries because they must laced. have been smoking that coming up with these scenarios. This was definitely laced marijuana. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then carry on from that, we have DX versus Brothers of Destruction, which I wanted to say had a lot of mixed reviews, but it didn't. The reviews were not good. No. No. You, are you telling me guys in their 50s can't wrestle as well as they did in their 30s? I'm not saying anything. 40s from, even? from what they've from the match they had they said enough uh, Shawn Michaels botched to kip up Triple H and Taker danced to the barricade which was really awkward to see it just also shows that Hall of Famers and Legends can botch too so, it's, it's uh, because they it's because that's what happens when you get old yeah, I, like I hate to say it like these guys are all amazing wrestlers all Hall of Famers but your body has a breaking point. Yes. Where just you yeah. can't. Deliver. And I don't think wrestling's a thing where you could just take off. 
like like Shawn Michaels be off for eight years, eight years and then come back and be even close to that level? Like I like it's not like riding a bike. Well, it's not like when he came back after four years with the back injury, but he was also young then, too. He was younger then. He was in his mid-30s. There's a difference. Yeah. Yeah, like when you see that return with him versus Triple H at SummerSlam, that street fight, spoiler alert, that eventually Also, happens. Triple H was a lot younger then, exactly. and, and he helped carry that and match. on top of his game yes. at that time. Right now, you have four guys that, that all basically are either semi-retired or are retired. Well, and Kane's a current mayor, so yeah. he's not really focused on wrestling. So you can and I understand to- why they did it. Because you're trying to sell tickets. I get yep. it. I get why they did it. But it just is not... It so doesn't surprise me that it wasn't a good match. DX goes over with a super kick and then a pedigree onto Kane. Uh, well, that makes sense because Taker won at mm-hmm. um, that other event thing. <laughs> I remember. The previous one. Yes. And then we go into AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe with AJ Styles retaining. and Nice. Good match, apparently. I heard that he's, like, top 10 reigns of all time now, like, in days. Yeah. Yeah. He's moving on up. Moving awesome. On up. Never and thought I'd see that. Brock Lesnar's the new Universal Champion. Well, we know why that is, right? Oh, we definitely know why. There's a definitely... UFC, baby. There's a business. Now he's, now he's the Universal Champion going into the UFC event. Yeah. Which makes me think, even with uh, Roman Reigns' leukemia, does did, were they planning to take the belt off him to give it to Rain, to Lesnar then? Anyways. Which would have sucked, you know, regardless. Yeah. So, you know, because of all the changes with, with Joe being added, and then someone else being added, uh, Lashley replacing Cena is because they didn't want to go because all the controversy. Yep. So I say power to them, use your voice, step up. If you don't want to go, don't go. Yep. But Crown Jewel, apparently, the from what I saw on Twitter, hashtag W Crown Jewel was people were saying Evolution was better. So good job to women. Yep. For giving a good show. And Crown Jewel. Mm. Yeah. And Dave and myself actually watched Evolution, and it was phenomenal amazing. Show. Phenomenal. Beginning show. to end, phenomenal. I'll watch it in nine years when we get to that point. <laughs> we'll watch the Crown Jewel in nine and a half years. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's go. I, I need to know. I some want some facts. beneficial facts, Ben. I'm ready. It's now time for your beneficial facts. <laughs> That's pretty long towards the end there, Ben. <laughs> it's a good song. Okay, cool. Can, can mine be that long too? No. Uh, our opening thing will be 20 minutes now because yeah, our, exactly. our opening song. I could tweak. <laughs> <laughs> Starcade 1993, the 10th anniversary of this event took place. But on... the 11th Starcade, they said that like six <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, I know they. They. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know. That. It's the 10th anniversary, but the 11th Starcade. I heard that. Wait, wait, but why? Why don't you just see when? Why don't you just call the 10th anniversary? Of... 10 happens. It's the 10th anniversary, and that, that's what their tagline was. Yeah. So just keep it simple. Yes. Just keep it simple, stupid. Yes. Yes. Anyways, Starkey 1993, the 10th anniversary, but the 11th rendition of it, whatever it, that is, um, <laughs> uh, came to you from the Independence Arena in Charlotte, North Carolina, in front of 8,200 WCW since day one fans. Since day one-ish. One-ish. Ish. Ish. Uh, but you know, the fans were jacked up for this event. I will oh. say that. It wasn't a typical dead WCW crowd, which is no. nice. In a, yes, well, I mean, Charlotte is... Uh, the home. Big, well, big NWA territory. Yeah. 
the first arcade to feature Ric Flair since Starcade 1990. Mm-hmm. The main event of Ric Flair Invader was booked as a result of the now very famous double stabbing incident between Arn Anderson and Sid Vicious back in October of 1993. It was originally supposed to be Vader and Sid Vicious in the event, but there was a little bit of a disagreement in the bar that led to the hotel room, that led to a chair leg being torn off. That Which led to some stabby stabby. To, with some scissors, and uh, pretty much just uh, went up and smoked that whole yes. thing. Yes, yes. From zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Sid was in, uh, initially chosen to challenge Vader for the world title, but after the stabbing incident, Sid was fired shortly after. You think? Uh, <laughs> no. Guys <laughs> going around stabbing people. Yeah, especially, Never mind running with scissors, stabbing yeah. with. Uh, running, especially, stabbing especially with, it's. <laughs> I don't know. Especially you're going that. after Art Anderson. It's not like he was going after like PN News or something. He was going after no. like. Yo, baby. Yo, yo baby. baby don't yo. do this. Um, <laughs> Arn's Flair's buddy, and you're like really, really sick. Well, and not only that, but Arn is a guy that has a lot of pull with a lot of things. And hey, a that's lot exactly of what I'm trying to say. Lots it's like, dude, like screw the justices, and like you're lucky. He didn't, didn't take care of you. Yeah, like he didn't enforce oh. his own justice. <laughs> I don't have a drum. In, so. I just did it. Keep on going. I'll get facts. you one. I'll get you one done up. <laughs> a little kid drum set. Yeah. Um, Ray Trailer, aka the Big Boss Man from WWE, is now in WCW. As the Boss, as just called the Boss. I gotta say, his getup in WCW is way better than his WWE one. I liked it better, except for the fact that the patch said security. On it. <laughs> that was driving me yeah, mental. Yeah, yeah. I was like, did you just go to the local security shop to yeah. get that? Or apart from that, <laughs> that was. All the beneficial facts I have uh, for this rendition and commentary is done by Tony Schiavone and Jesse the Body Ventura. Our first match of the evening, we got Marcus Alexander Bagwell and Two Cold Scorpio versus Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff and Pretty Paul Roma. <laughs> Pretty and Wonderful. And their tag team name is Pretty wonderful, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe Dave was booking for WCW or making names for WCW in 1993 at the ripe age of what? What would you, what would you have been, eight years old at that point? I was born in 86. So, so seven? Seven. I was seven years old. Seven years creative. old and making your awful freaking tag team names then. So would you have called um, Bagwell and Scorpio, would you called it like uh, Rookie Coldman or what would you have called that tag team? Um... I don't know. That's that's a lot of pressure to have to fly. <laughs> I thought you just came up with these in two seconds because that's what it feels like. How about the dancing rookies? The dancing rookies. The 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 the, the, the cold gigolos. The buff Scorpios. Oh Jesus Christ! That's <laughs> awful. Actually, awful. Why don't we take the two and uh, put in the uh, Roman Wonderfuls um, name? Call him Two Paul. Oh God. <laughs> P squared. Uh. <laughs> no, Paul squared. Paul squared. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, I, before Dave gets started, I just want to point out, how does Teddy Long win Manager of the Year when he was only there for two months? He's that damn good. Lack of depth. Yeah. Take team matches everywhere. From, just right there. Dave, take it away. What oh, were your okay. thoughts on this bad boy? I loved the kiss so from the beginning. It was a lot of like back and forth, good chemistry between the two. Well, also, it was good work. You know, Paul Orndorff was great. I've always loved his work. But I always thought he was wonderful. I love the double Pele kick where um, Buff, 
like slingshotted. But who's buff? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Marcus. Marcus. You mean Marcus? He gets or buff. Alexander. Eventually. He's buff currently. He's, you see the size of me? He's he, he's a big There's boy. There's a lot of them that are buff. Right so now. he like <laughs> Scorpio gives uh, Bagwell his foot, and Bagwell just throws him backflips, and he hits a Pele kick. Oh yeah, yeah. So that was pretty. pretty. Cool. Yep. Never seen it before. Yep. Unique. Yeah, uh, although, and then Scorpio does a head scissors and goes for a pin. Yeah, was and that like, not freaking weird? I'm like, it the, looked weird. It was I'm executed like, weird. And he's trying to keep him down somehow, and even the ref slides in. like, what do you want me to do? And, and like, he's looking at too cold, like, do do I, do I pin? And then Scorpio's like. Do I like, count? And Scorpio's looking at him like, bro, Okay, count. fine, all right, I'll put okay, him in a submission now. Fine, fine, I'll do, I'll do this. <laughs> like, what? The hell? So when I saw Scorpio go for like an arm bar, I'm like, Scorpio, he's in a head, he's in a submission already. You're choking him out. <laughs> for, ah! for the duration of time that you and your referee are arguing, he's being choked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that, <laughs> and that, that's all I have because beyond that, it was a good match though. I, I enjoyed it. Lots of typical Scorpio high flying. Yep. Ben? What say you? Well. Well. Uh oh. Well. Uh oh. I don't like that tone of voice, Ben. It's not like a dad. I, uh, uh, two, two Paul. <laughs> Paul really squared? Good, uh, Paul squared? Really good uh, chemistry together. They actually complement each other's uh, style very well. Um, I like that one. <laughs> That's all his Sorry. thoughts. He's got nothing. Sorry, my, my cat gets a little crazy when we do a podcast. She's she excited. Show. Uh, she's, she's a big uh, Big endorser. Yeah. Um, I love the part where Paul Roma's in that R bar and he's yelling out, He's hurting my arm! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Paul's and, uh, a better heel. And I'm like, um, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the point. The cat Paul just Ordorf. jumped over me. Paul Jesus. Ordorf did the most unusual looking body slam I think I've ever seen in my life. Did you see that spot? He does a body slam, but he like picks him up, but he like kind of... Oh, and he fell oh, with him. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I think yes. His arm gave out or something. Yeah, that was weird. It was weird. That, yeah. that was really weird. There's also a spot where he took a double hip toss, and I believe it was Marcus on the bad arm side, and Marcus let go of the arm halfway through the move because I think he realized, okay, there's not much strength there. Yeah. yeah. So that's definitely adding to Orndorff's. Like, I, I, I don't want to say botches, but it's making it more difficult for him mm-hmm. for some of these moves. But yeah, I remember what you're talking about though. Yeah. But I mean, the ma- the match was it wasn't too too flashy, but it was a good it was a good way to start the pay per view. I liked it, and that's really all I had. You know, I I agree with you too. It was a good it was a solid opener. Um, Paul Roma's out of the Horseman. What I watched all the Clash of Champions and nothing. They were together the last Clash of Champions, so I I don't know. Is a horseman even a thing? Anymore? I don't think so. Well, they didn't mention a horseman at all the whole. Pay-per-view. I'm pretty sure. Well, Arn's probably off. Right? <laughs> the, the horseman disbanded right after the uh, stabbing incident. There, I do remember that. There you go. So it was okay, so that, that confused November. me. Also, the masked assassin was out with uh, Orndorff and Roma. Why? Why? Who knows? To botch. Um, to botch the finish is what he did. Yes, he put something in his mask. He can't climb up onto the freaking apron. In time, so you could see that um, uh, Orndorff is ready to whip Scorpio into the corner where the masked assassin is, but he has to hold him there because the assassin cannot climb up onto the apron because he's so big. 
Jesus. Well, not only that, but he can't seem to find a mask that fits over his face properly. That is also true. It's so tight, so he has like. Who's in his so, hands? He gets stuck. Well, in his mask. neck is like sticking out the sides, and he can't help but look at that. So the assassin puts it something curved. in his mask. Uh, Scorpio gets Irish whipped into the corner. Assassin headbutts him, and then Orndorff pins him at eleven forty-five. Uh, so Roma and Orndorff are the winners. Uh, I did not like the finish. I thought it was very, very clumsy. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think our our crowd will tell us exactly what we're feeling. What with, was it? Uh, Why was it Missy Hyatt? What was a Missy Hyatt named Manager of the Year? She's managing the tag. She managed the tag team champions. Cause Teddy Long needed it, baby. Yeah. I don't believe that. Player. All right, delayed we got... Delayed bell time. A delayed bell time? I didn't be- see you looking at me. <laughs> you, you, I was pointing at you. Anywho. I can't hear you point at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that... Right there, this 20 second This 20... <laughs> this 20 second exchange was more entertaining than this next match. Our whole Rock podcast was ruined. Actually, I think we've gone over the match time. Um, awesome Kong... Or King Kong. Versus, or King Kong, whoever <laughs> decides to get into the ring. Versus the Shockmaster. Ben. Thoughts? Really? really? Give me your thoughts. Thoughts? On, give me your thoughts well, on a minute 34 match, Shockmaster please. had a four-move offensive in the entire match. He did a cross body, which actually kind of impressed me shocking. a little bit. <laughs> <It was> shocking. <laughs> uh, King Kong and Awesome Kong uh, couldn't be told. Uh, the ref couldn't tell them apart, but Jesse Ventura can. Because um, the ref can't read, but Jesse can, you okay, see. Okay, well. Yes. I guess the bar's low to be a ref. Um, <laughs> WCW sure is. WCW. Can you breathe into a mirror and create fog? <laughs> yes, you're hired. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! Science! <laughs> <laughs> I understand science. Other than that, it was freaking terrible. This All right. Match. I hated it. It got a zero. All right, there we go. Dave, tell me. But tell what? me, tell me things. Okay, tell me how much you love this match. Stupid, illogical, and ridiculous <laughs> start. We have a handicap match happening. Yes, and nothing's being done about it. There's no authority. Are I'm you, scared. Are you I'm concerned? <laughs> what is happening? The bell rings. Sean Maxer is selling. He's hurt. The bell rings again because Sean Maxer's winning. Like, what? With a body slam at a minute thirty-four. A body slam beat one of the Kongs. So they're supposed to be this force of nature. I actually heard Shivani say they are a force of nature. But a body slam beat them. Are they half mm. man, half ape? Like, I don't know. And then, you guys got mad at me last time that I kept on saying it wasn't the monkey. So I try not to And then after that. the match, there's even more botches. <laughs> <laughs> botch, botch, um, botch, botch. Like he jumps uh. onto his partner... After, Shockmaster jumps off, and then he leaps into the air to try... (laughs) Somebody has to stop! Crap, boom! Right on his partner. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. What the hell is that? Yes, I got it right! Woohoo! Alright, our next match, we got Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Lord Steven Regal for the television title. Steven Regal is the champion going into the match. And the match finishes in a time limit draw at 15 minutes because the TV title uh, has different time limits. Usually title matches are 30 minutes. TV title, because it's supposed to be 
only defended on TV has a 15-minute limit, which is defended on a pay-per-view, so I don't know. Dave, what are your thoughts? <laughs> First thing I notice is, and I say this every time we see steve wrestle, is he's so Did incredibly... Did you just say steve Steve-O? steve This is Steven. Okay. Are you sure? Quickly. Is that Ricky steve I said it very quickly. Steve-o. Yeah, I was like, steve <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I realized he's he's very skilled at, at technical wrestling. Like it's, Regal. A, it's the little things that yeah. Regal does that make me go, "Wow, he is so good!" Like he likes sweeps Steamboat, and then he steps on Steamboat's left arm to transition into a submission. Like it's just the small little things that he does that I know. Well, that he's I just one love. of the, the best at the catches catch. Kind I love watching him for that reason. Right? I love yep. seeing what transitions he's gonna hit. Yeah, and um, because of with how good this match was, I don't have much notes. He's he was like his wrestling style was so different too, which is nice at this time. Very different, it's very the, European. Yeah, and it's refreshing to see. It's not the same old paint by numbers match that that tends to happen when everyone's trained the same way. But with because he comes in with a total different style, it works. Ben, what are your thoughts? Steamboat shakes Gary Capetta and Nick Patrick's hand before the match. What a nice guy. I know. What, a, really nice what a classy champion. Yeah, that's a classy gentleman right there. The wrestling is top-notch, very enjoyable. The match went the distance, but it went quickly, I found. So mm-hmm. that was actually a good sign that it isn't boring. Nick Patrick not seeing Sir William interfere on the outside is pretty ridiculous. <laughs> um, I didn't I didn't like how it went to a dry. I do have a problem with that. This is Starcade. This is your biggest event of the year, quote unquote. Have a definitive finisher. I I kind of agree with that. Like if it was a if it was a normal pay per view, sure. The Clash of the Champions. Like or or even like like Fall Brawl, whatever, sure. sure. But for Starcade, Jinx. Private PS. And. <laughs> Dave's very. Confused. I don't get what's happening and right now. What what? Uh, now Ben's confused. Steamboat the Dragon. I'm like. What? Say the dragon in between his first and last name. Like, what? what is that? Or the dragon Ricky Steamboat. Sure. <laughs> Ricky Steamboat, the dragon. Uh. Listen, uh, Michael, just, just, Michael Buffer was only paid to, to announce or uh, uh, do the first, last three matches, okay? He Michael can't be doing Buffer's it Buffer's not a good announcer. What are you talking WCW? about? Not at this time? No. Come on. Not. Jesus. He, he seems like he's tripping over himself. Seems like he's making it up as he goes along. It's like he's well, buffering. But that's awful. That's just <laughs> awful. Buffering? That's, that's just buffering awful. Buffering is delayed. It's like you're waiting, you you're waiting. Maybe it's because he's reading so off. It, it, it works. Wait, wait, wait. He's reading. He's buffering his words. He's, he's slowing down. He's stuttering. He's reading off a cue card. Maybe it's written like like Dusty Rhodes wrote it like he talks. Like, <laughs> this, this is the it's daddy. warrior promo. This is the daddy. Reading. We got the boss. Gentlemen, and, he, and he's a uh, he's a man from Cobb County, Georgia, it's daddy. It's now time for the main event, daddy. daddy. This was the main event. <laughs> and Michael Buffer's just trying to sip through the crap to see what he had to say. Let's get ready to rumble, baby! (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I'm going to talk about that uh, match now. Um, Great chemistry between Steamboat and Regal. Did you guys see Regal hit a dropkick on Mm -hmm. the outside? Well, when the hell has Regal ever thrown a dropkick? He kind of misses it, but it's still pretty. He got up and executed a dropkick. 
Has he ever done that before very, or since? There are matches I've seen. It's very rare. Holy shit. The I matches did... you've seen before this one or after is what Jess is asking. Oh, after. after. Uh, okay, so he breaks it in later. Because I'm yeah. looking at him like... I he honest... doesn't do it often, though. Yeah. Tell him me. Um, I really enjoyed this match. Uh, 15 minutes went by. Go watch it. Went by like that. Yeah, it's a fun Go match. Go watch it. Go watch. Go watch. You want to see how good it Okay, we got Shanghai Pierce and Tex Slazinger. 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 Are they called the Texicans, or is that what Jesse Ventura? That's just a moniker Jesse okay. Ventura gave. So he's trying Sha- to get it over so well, though. Shang- yeah, he's really trying. Shanghai, Shanghai Pierce. <laughs> I can't even say his name. And Tex Slazinger. I can't even say his name. Versus Cactus Jack. This is why he calls them the Texicans, right here. Yes. And Max Payne. That's exactly why. He can't he can't say their names. And Cactus uh, Cactus Jack and Max Payne win by pinfall at 7 minutes and 48 seconds. Okay. Ben. Cactus Jack and Max Payne's name should be Cactus Payne. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's awful. Or Max Cactus. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum Cactus. Why not Painful Cactus? Oh, His name's not painful. But it's pain. You know what the, you Cactus Payne. Yes. Cactus pain. Cactus equals pain. If this tells anybody how good this match was, I don't know what does. Like, if we're sitting here talking about what they should be called instead of the actual okay, well, match. The Texicans, if you will, if you will, are... That <laughs> <laughs> sounded like Barney the Purple Lunch. Yeah, you sure did. did. Trying you. to sound like Dusty Rose, but I ended up sounding like Barney. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Texans are growing it's on. Same time frame. Yeah. Um, they work snug. They're they get they hand out hard, stiff shots. They move really well for some bigger guys, and I actually enjoyed their work in, in this match. I didn't think this match was uh, that bad at all. And Cactus and Max Cactus Pain they they worked well with them. Texicans and some Cactus Pain. Dave, <laughs> follow that you by Advil. Follow that. <laughs> okay, easy. I have one note. So. <laughs> it was a good match I enjoyed it but the one thing that stood out the most was a bump that Slazinger took from Cactus to the outside it was a catapult and the way he sold it was just beautiful so brawling and even though Max Payne is in this match because we've let's be honest here we shit on Max Payne all the time yes we do yep. in his pajamas <clears throat> like but this match he did good I think he was in there, and I think he was led by some good uh, wrestlers overall, and he looked good. Like I, I didn't know his finisher was the Max Pain, which or the uh, Painkiller. Painkiller. Pain I forgot that was his, even his finish. Yep. And I was like, oh, he actually has an established finish. So, Pajama Man. I you know, pretty good. One thing I missed Max Payne's um, fake guitar Nick, playing. Well, his uh, his Nikki Six hair that he used to have. You know what? I I didn't like this match nearly as much as you guys. Okay. Um, Sorry to hear that. I, yeah. Well, I was kind of bored by it. Uh, I hate that Max Payne looks like he's wearing pajamas. That bothers me it's greatly. because he is wearing I don't pajamas. give a shit, okay? Don't wear pajamas to the ring. Well, what do you say about Cactus? What is Cactus Jack wearing then? Like fancy they're still long tights. johns? Yeah, they're still tight. Oh, sure. It looks like a moo-moo. It, is a, it a probably what? is a moo-moo. Yeah. yeah. The hell's a moo-moo? Man, you you need to what? get out there and live. You don't know what a moo is? I, besides a cow. 
It's like a night cow goes moo moo. It's like a night shirt. (laughs) Which cow have you ever seen in the farm that goes moo moo? The ones are happy. I really hope the one that was almost singing. Moo moo. What the fuck was that? You gotta get off on track on Um, fashion and Max Payne. Did you guys see Max Payne trying to back body drop Cactus over the top rope like as a as a double team move and botch it by not like by either Cactus Jack not. Posting to get himself up and over, or Max Payne just being bad at what he does, and Cactus just like kind of just rolled over the top and then hit his legs on the apron and just fall, fell. He basically just bumped like it does the sunset. Oh Jesus! What a stupid spot. <laughs> Cactus hits the double arm DDT on Tex to get the win. Cactus Payne. <laughs> All right, our next match is another title match for the U.S. title. We got Stunning Steve Austin versus Dustin Rhodes, who was the champion going in, and this is a two out of three falls match. And Austin wins the match at fifteen minutes and fifty four seconds. Dave, nice front bump by Austin over the guardrail. Are you reading cue cards or something? <laughs> I'm reading the first line on my notes. <laughs> right, David. <bigger. laughs> And I had brain freeze. So Dustin throws Austin. And usually when you go over a guardrail, you do a front bump. Or a front flip bump. Austin said no. No, no. I'm just going to dive and take a front bump. Yep. And he did it very well. Did you see the crowd just like getting right in his face too when he was in there? (laughs) Jesus (laughs) Christ. Um, I got to be honest here. We promised that we'd be transparent on Squirtle Rewind. I fell asleep a couple times for this match. I never pro- promised I, to be transparent. I'm going to be honest with you. I was... There's nothing with my signature. If there is, you forged it. I just... What? <laughs> what? I just... I, this match didn't feel like a big match to me. And it's the, weird the that a two out of three, three falls match with 15 minutes and 54 seconds. Right? And two straight falls. And the yeah. first fall was like, what? Nine minutes in? Yeah. Nine minutes in? No, no, long, like 11 minutes like it was, in. It was and then, a long and then the second minute, The second fall happened like... Four minutes after that. And then like, first fall, let's say how... DQ! Let's say how stupid that, that Okay, so I'll tell the is. first fall here, and then we'll let Ben have his thoughts. Uh, Dustin Rhodes throws Austin into the colonel, but he throws Austin over the top rope into the colonel. And that causes a DQ, because he just threw him over the top well, rope. Well, he like, threw him into him, but Steve Austin just went over the rope. He didn't really propel him over the rope, so that's kind of a... And here's the problem with that dumbass rules that the, it comes to the ref's discretion. What a dumb rule. So Austin's up one nothing at this point. Ben, what are your thoughts? Well, they had some good chemistry together. It wasn't their best match that I've seen them in so far. They've kind of taken a step back for their work, but the chemistry was there. Um... Yeah, and they, <laughs> um, they had chemistry and yeah, like chemistry. That's some like, science. You know, yeah, classes together. They thought each other was, was, was a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. English isn't my strong subject tonight. It's been a long day. You moo moo. My moo moo. Okay, I need to make a moo <laughs> between Barney and Moo Moo. Jeez. Um, yeah, just. Not as good as I thought it should have been. I was I was excited when this match started. I'm like, oh, geez, okay, here we go. We got the shot in the arm for this pay per view, and it's like, uh, oh, nope, no. nope, a shot, a shot in the arm, but uh, the wrong medication. 
yes, and the lights went out. Typical WCW. Yeah. That was pretty funny. Uh, and they had literally a and figuratively. Yeah, um, and then Austin juiced yeah. hard. I don't know if he did it the hard way, but he got up after, when he was on the outside, like and it was just like, that. "Whoa, what the heck happened to Austin there?" Um, so the finish is. Rhodes is, has him mounted in the corner doing the corner punches, and then Austin pushes him down and then rolls him up and grabs the tights, one, two, three. And it, it was so awkward because Rhodes technically got the shoulder up, and the ref just plain old ignored it. Like, he's yep. just like, no, I didn't see it. Here you go, Austin. Here's your title. And it was anachronistic, too. Like, the fans yes. didn't really respond. Yeah, the fans didn't know what to do. They're like, Two straight falls? Like, that was weird. With these two, especially? Yeah. What? Did you guys also notice that during the pay-per-view, they kept on cutting to Mean Gene saying you guys, like, the fans can vote on if all title matches should be two out of three falls going forward? Did you guys notice that? No. And you can pay 99 cents a minute. To, to vote. Get, to vote. There you go. 900, 99, 9900 or whatever, yeah. 909, And I'm just like, oh my god, let's not see more two out of three falls matches. Let's let's for every championship, every single one. Wow, that means the nasty boys would have to have a two out of three falls match. Oh, Jesus! Had big shoes to fill, but he had to do it his own way. All right. Our next match is for the World International Heavyweight Title. Is that the proper World International? Is that yep. that that's proper? Okay, it's the Boss. Sasha Banks? No. Oh no, it's the Security Boss according to his uniform. Oh, that patch versus Ravishing Rick Rude, who was the champion going in, and Rude wins by pinfall at nine minutes and eight seconds. Ben, the Boss is. I love that tune. <laughs> wow! It's such a face theme, though. I know, but I kind of like it better than his WWF team. I think team. Tina Turner sings his theme, I swear. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool, actually. I mean, it's the same count. goes... Or is it the Barney? Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Dave, that was three segments ago. Sorry. Get your shit together. Ben. The boss's getup is way better in WCW than his WWE. Is it because it's black or it's, dark navy? I, I like that better. He actually looks like an actual like he looks like a patrol. Did sheriff. you notice that it's, it was it had a security badge on He's it? Paul Blart. You know the mall cop. That, that's what kind of that's <laughs> what kind of threw Paul Blart. It, you're, that's you're that's Paul what kind of threw me off. I was like, dude, you couldn't like change the patch out or something? Like, okay, <laughs> keep or on just going. Take back. it off. Yeah, exactly. I love the intensity between these two. These two, okay, this is really, really sad to say. These two actually had better chemistry together than Rick Rude and Ric Flair had. Yes. Yes. And Could be that Rude and Flair just are used to being the cowardly heel, and they didn't know what to do. And this match was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I wasn't yep. expecting much, but both of them were great in this match. It was supposed to be Davy Boy Smith versus Rick yes. Rude. Um, you never mentioned it in your beneficial facts. Do we know why? No, I did not. Do you know why? No. I, I, I'm asking because no, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. They did mention I'm that. assuming he got fired. You know, you know what? I actually I heard that and I made a mental note. Okay, I'm going to look into that. And I dropped the ball. I didn't. So you're saying you can't rely on your mental notes no more. That's what you just said. I made it a mental. I forgot. At this time with the British Bulldog, no, I dropped the ball. I failed at this horribly. I'm sorry. Podcast, Ben. 
Well, ben, keep on going. <laughs> Tell me your thoughts. I want to know your thoughts on this match. How do you feel? I just told you. <laughs> oh, he just told like, us I how told he you feels. How I felt by telling yeah. you my feelings. Oh, you want us to listen? Oh, Damn it. Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought it was listen to respond, not listen to understand. Uh, <clears throat> Is it my turn? Yes. Yes, it gets. Go. As Ben said, I love the intensity at the beginning. We haven't actually seen this much intensity from Bossman in a while. But now he's a boss. So now he's just he, like... No, no, not a boss. The, the boss. boss. It's boss time. A beautiful back body drop. <laughs> yes! Quite the wow. height by... Like, the to height get, that Rude Oh, got. man, that was beautiful. And, like, Rude is jacked. Okay, he's big now. And yep. Reversing like, Jack Rude. Reversing Jack Rude. And he well, has such good height. You have to get big to be the world champion. You have to yeah, get even bigger. bigger to be the world heavyweight champion. And then you get big yes to be universal the, champion. To be the world... International. The world international heavyweight champion. you got to get so big. So big, so fast. And then we have a brutal... And when I say brutal, it's like that looked devastating, not like that looked botched. But a brutal body slam to the outside of the ring. Onto Rude. Yes. The sound that he made when he hit the ground was like that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that cat just really helped us out with like, the I'll sound help. effects. I'll help. Like, what the hell is going on Scoo over there? Ben. The cat is our new sound effects person. <laughs> that was awesome. Beyond that, I got nothing to say because you can't top uh, that. Can I you? can't top that. No. Uh, I did. I thought the match was okay. <laughs> um, I always thought it was funny when when the boss, uh, as the face, would like spit on his opponent. Yeah. And I'm just and he's done that a few times as the face, and I'm just like. I don't think a face is supposed to be spinning on guys. No. That, that's a very much a heel move. But, uh, you know. So the finish was the boss misses a middle rope guillotine leg drop, which is the... I We didn't know what to call it, but it's the one where he runs into the rope and he just tries to, like, sit on him as he's prone on it's the very, It's rope. a very common move. Yeah, he, it's it's a signature move for him. I just don't know the name of the goddamn yeah. thing. And then, so Rude... We'll call it boss time. Rude moves, gets the outside, and then as boss is selling it, Rude hits a sunset flip over the top rope to pin him. One, two, three. It could have looked a lot, a lot prettier than it did. Yeah, he kind of landed on the boss, yeah. and then they were like, oh, okay, I guess we'll just take this over. <laughs> what I'd like to have right now is for you two to shut your mouths, open your ears, and listen to what a good sound bite is supposed to be like. I'm just glad you didn't call us sweat hogs. It is. Okay, it's time for the semi-main event. We got Sting. Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> this is for the WCW World Tag Team titles. We got Sting and Road Warrior Hawk versus the Nasty Boys, who are the champions coming in. Sting and Hawk win by dis- by DQ at 29 minutes <laughs> and 11 seconds. Oh, who books the Nasty Boys to go for 29 minutes, Dave? There's slobber knockers, and then there's wall head banging matches. Which oh. is so, first thing I noticed was it took them a while to get the, the match started, first of all. Yeah. Like, it, it was like, I fast forward almost like four or five minutes before the match actually started. Yep. Oh, and yeah, then, when they're trying to psych each other yeah. out, trying to, do, who's going to start the match? <laughs> is that what that was? Right? Yeah. yeah, that was that And then was Jesse that was saying, lazy. Jesse Ventura's like, the reason why these guys are attacking because they both paint their faces. Logic. Right? <laughs> that, that's about as wrestling logic as you can get. <laughs> Just like, Jesus. really? That's why they're attacking? Because they, they both paint their faces. Got it. 
Okay, what was with Hawk roaring at Sags? I have no clue. Did you see that? Yes. He was like, roar! <laughs> and Sags backs off. I'm like, what? <laughs> You've never roared. Why are you roaring now? Roar! <laughs> uh, and Hawks then don't roar. Sags did a chair shot on the Hawk outside the ring that sounded so stiff because the chairs they're using are chairs that cannot be, like... Folded. Folded or nothing. They're stiff. Yeah, yeah. And he did it right in front of the ref, too. The ref yeah. watched it happen, but he had to pretend he didn't. He didn't see it. Oh, that ref discretion. Funny. He's like, I saw it, but I, I didn't allow see this. it. I'm gonna allow this. What? <laughs> Ref's discretion. <laughs> and then Sags goes to hit a pump handle slam, and it's cringeworthy. Cringeworthy. Most it's of this match so, is cringeworthy. It's so bad. You can tell when they were getting blown up. Because at this point, you can see all the botches coming. Terrible second turnbuckle splash by Knobs, which he hit, but like he landed feet first. Like 85% of his upper body was face first, and like maybe his, his big toe hit. I forget who he was trying to hit him. I think it was Sting. Sting, yeah. And then he goes for it again and misses, and the one he missed looked better yeah. than the one he actually hit. So you at this know. point, I'm like, okay, the only person that's actually cardiovascularly ripped. Cardiovascularly, cardiovascularly, body language. He's like, he's the one that's looking the most physically ready for this match because he's like, oh, we're gonna go for thirty minutes. I'll be ready for it. Everyone else is like, no, no, I'll be ready for fifteen. Yeah. Beyond that, we're not going. Exactly. And I noticed that the Nasty Boys are opposite of Greg the Hammer Valentine. It takes ten minutes for him to get his stuff going. After ten minutes, the Nasty Boys just stop. They just stop. We see a terrible spike power slam by Hawk on the knobs. Oh, Jesus. Where, where knobs oh, literally lands on his back of his neck. Yep. And we see a botched body slam. We a few see of a them. botched finish. A few so, honestly, this match was not as good as it could have been. And I feel bad for Sting because he's the only one that does prepare. Ben. I was not impressed. Okay. That's pretty much the only note I made. Uh, Missy Hyatt looked like she was either coming from a porn or going to a porn following the match or after that, whatever. And, um, uh, I think she was actually the most entertaining part of this match. Other than... Except for her voice. Yeah, yeah, well. Just quit, huh? Just quit! (laughs) Did you guys see the first hot tag to Sting? And he goes to hit a double clothesline on the Nasty Boys, and he does like the Ultimate Warrior thing where he just keeps on running the ropes because the Nasty yeah, Boys like are still Yeah, like four slowly. times. And then when he actually hits the clothesline, it looks like a face crusher. It, it was like a face crusher. Yeah. Fun. Like, what the hell was that? Ugh. And, and that was the thing. Like, this match, like, usually Sting is pretty impervious to, like, bad matches, generally. But this match even brought out the worst in Sting. You know, like, that shit happened. Uh,. Well, that's basically it for Sting, but like it's so rare for Sting to to even have a botch like that, you know. Um, freaking the amount of times that between Hawk and both Nasty Boys trying to body slam each other, dropping each other on their heads, what the like? Who booked this to go twenty nine minutes and eleven seconds? Not me, not me, Jesse. God, I wanted to blame you, Ben, but now now hearing that, it makes sense. Makes sense. So the finish was Missy attacks Sting after they do it after Sting and Hawk do a Doomsday device. Oh my god! Which was just awful Should and almost the, killed Knobs. The Sting Day device. Uh, so it gets the Nasty Boys DQ'd. 
And then when Missy attacks Sting, her boot popped out of her top. Yeah. Uh, you don't really see it, but you could see her like grab her quickly her left breast and just shove it right back into the bra. Just whoop, right back in. Um, which was like probably the highlight of the match, I think. It's like she's way too far. It was way too long of a match. Way, way too, too long. long. Way too long for these guys. And Dave, like considering you. considering this match was longer than the main event. Just by the way. Yep. How dumb is that? And like Dave, I too fell asleep, but to this match rather than the previous match. There we go. Austin and Rhodes. (laughs) (laughs) Ben's Ben's brain is not working. That brain brain is not working. Whoa. Ah. And our main event for this, for Starcade 1993, is the Nature Boy Ric Flair versus Vader for the WCW world title. Not the international title, just the world. Vader's the champion going in. And Flair is putting up his career versus Vader's title. And Flair wins by pinfall at 20 minute, 21 minutes and 18 seconds. Ben. Well, good news. I'm going to sound a lot less like William Shatner this. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Okay, good. My. <laughs> My, what a match. When you, when you said less, you didn't mean much less, right? You just meant a little bit. My. Like, like a Ross? Favorite nacho. <laughs> this card. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, my. <laughs> you can't help yeah. it now. My favorite thing about this match. Vader wasn't phased until he was actually put in a a vulnerable state or was temporarily stunned. Because just standing there going toe-to-toe with Vader, Flair had no shot. Yeah. He almost had... Flair had to create almost like an opening, like I said, of him having to be like stunned for a second to actually go on an attack, like a stick-and-move kind of approach. That's the best thing I liked about the match. Um, Vader looked very dominant, and Flair had a lot of fire and intensity in the match. This is probably Flair's best match I've seen. Yeah, at least in the last, uh, in the 90s at least. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like he, I would agree I, with that. I know I'm talking about him in Steamboat's matches and that kind of, I really liked him in this match. It's because we haven't seen Flair fight a heavyweight yet, a super heavyweight. We haven't seen him as the underdog. Even, even his matches against Savage weren't great in WWF. No. Like, this, no. this is his best 90s match so yeah. far. Both. Of these competitors, oh my god, deserved uh, deserve full marks for this match. It turned into a real slobber knocker. Um, one or yeah, like I said, Flair's best match, and uh, Flair should actually put up his career more often. Yeah, if this if this is what comes from it, yeah. The crowd being into the match really really helped it. Okay, one thing I hate about Vader is that stupid elbow drop he does in between the guy's legs. And basically lands on your nuts. I'm like, that's unnecessarily dangerous. Vader doesn't care about your danger. Well, the ref throws out Harley Race to the outside uh, in the match too. Good for him. You know, that's that's the ref taking control. That's right. I like that. That was that was that was actually quite funny when he did that. (laughs) Dave. So I honestly think, as of this time, Vader is the most believable world champion for WCW. Yes. Vicious, you see him, you're just like, wow, this guy can bulldoze the competition. And how are you going to beat him? Like, I love how 
how that story was built where how do you beat Vader? Well, first of all, you don't book him to defend the title in a one-on-one match for three months or for three pay-per-views. He hasn't, he hasn't defended the, the title for three pay-per-views. That's how you hold on you to You can't title. beat someone if you don't book someone to, to beat him. That's exactly right. In this... In this can't lose a title if you're not in a title match. Yep. <laughs> and waiting for this paid off. Yes. Because this was an... I love this match. Secondly, the I love the story of how will Flair beat Vader. I love that story of, like, what's Flair going to do? He His finish is the figure four leg lock. How's he going to get him how's down? How's he going to get him yep. down? No. I was gonna wrap the 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 leg and contort him like just, he's never beaten anybody with the figure four. And then Vader showing his impressive strength, a suplex toss from the apron into the ring. Yeah, with no hesitation. No, no, like mm, okay, gotta live long. Just, just smooth. No, just Whoop. just throw him. And he, and he does it twice. He does it again. And then nice spot having Flair beat down Vader. Like it got to a point where Flair got him outside, did some offense outside. Wasn't too much though. Got back inside, and then Flair just all of a sudden just went berserk, and just started punching Vader square in the face, and then Vader slowly got onto his knees, and, and then the fans Fla- got louder, and then Flair chopped him and in then the face. Flair chopped him right in the face, which I guarantee Vader is okay with because it's Vader. Yes, and also Vader caught him and bopped him in the mouth or yeah. mouth, and so Flair was bleeding. Flair was just beating Vader down, and with every punch, the fans got louder and louder because they're like, "Oh my God, we're seeing Vader being taken down now, finally." Great story. Love the match. Which, like like Ben said, it's, it's very surreal because we haven't really seen much flair matches that have been different. Yeah. It's all well, this, carbon copies. I would agree wholeheartedly with you two. Uh, it was a different match and it was fun to watch. You saw Flair being the underdog. And how is he going to overcome this monster, which is something you don't see Flair in any match having to do that. And ever. We also see Flair hit two top rope moves. Yes. But it kind of showed that he had to hit those moves to get him down. Like, it, it was well done. Um, the crowd was super jacked up for this, which oh. really helped the match. Uh, it's amazing how the crowd can really dictate to how good a yeah. match is, you know. Um, what I did like is just just before the finish, Harley Race goes up to the top to hit a headbutt onto Flair when, when, uh, when he's pinning Vader. And Vader kicks out... And just just as he like throws Flair off, Race hits him with the headbutt. Perfect timing, and that's something that WCW does not do well. Like the when they do these interference and the botched spots that are like on purpose. Sometimes it just looks so sloppy, sloppy. But this was done perfectly. Yep. It was like Flair came off, and then a half second later, there's Race hitting him with the headbutt, and that led to the finish where where. Vader hits Flair with with the big bear hug clothesline thing, and then Flair somehow gets up and hits him in the knee, knocks him down, rolls him up. One, two, three, we got a new champ. And the place fucking exploded. I exploded. Jesus Christ. The match was so you, good. And you could tell the, the emotion on Flair's face afterwards. Like, it was a long journey to get back to where he wanted to be. Like, he felt he felt the, the, the moment pretty good, so... Did you did you guys watch the um, after match stuff? Yeah. Did you see Vader lose his shit in the locker room? That was great. And then he he throws a chair at these lockers, and then he tries to like like push the lockers, and then the lockers start falling down. So Vader grabs it with his left hand and just starts feeding the lockers shots with his right. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. And they pan, and you can see Harley Race like, uh, <laughs> and yet Paul Orndorff. 
beat up Vader in the shower wearing shower shoes. There is an urban legend about that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. There you Interesting. go. Yes. My top performer. <laughs> and I'm back to be William Shatner. <laughs> Will you be Spock and you be McCoy? Um, Ric Flair is my top performer. Wow. All right. Well deserved. Yes. Very well deserved. And my worst performer is um, King Kong. Awesome. Fuck it. Both Kongs are my are my worst performers. Also well deserved. Yes. Yeah. Well, and my score was five out of ten. Also, so just just an okay pay per view. Well, those are just just an okay pay per view. Dave, all right, my performer of the night goes to Vader. Okay, I thought like Ben said this was probably Flair's best match. I thought this was Vader's best match so far too. Okay, next to his match with Sting, that you didn't really like that much, but me and Ben loved it. Yeah, my tool of the night goes to both Shockmaster and Awesome Kong because yeah, they really deserved it. Okay. Terrible, terrible. And my overall score was 4.5 out of 10 because that's how I feel. That's right. My performer of the night, Ric Flair. Um, loved the underdog story. Uh, it was just to see the culmination of him winning the WCW title back again. It's like it's almost like everything's right in the wrestling world having Flair as their champion in WCW. Uh, Toolbox Award goes to the Nasty Boys. Oh, wow. Because they were nasty. They were nasty. nasty. In a bad way. In a very bad way. Just, just stop with these, like, they need, they need to, when they say, hey, we want you to go for 29 minutes, they say, oh, do you mean nine minutes? That's what they need to say. Or do you mean two? Yeah, because anything over 10 minutes with these guys is fucking junk. Yep. They just can't go. It's awful. Just go away. My score, um, same as Dave's, 4.5 out of 10. Uh, there's two good matches. I had three okay matches and then three bad matches. So, you know, 4.5. And also, at the end of every year, I like to go through and see, based on our scores... Nerd alert! Yep, yep. Who we like like the best. Uh, So the average WCW score was 3.5. 93 was not a good year, guys. Uh, The average WWF score in 93 was 3.7. Oh, wow. (laughs) So... WWF at 93 is the king of crap. Good for them. They are the they are the promotion of the year for 1993. They're the best of the worst. The best of the point. Holy shit was that bad. And um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hashtag Squared Circle Rewind YYC. Um, also check us out on and anywhere you get your podcasts, basically. Google, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, Anchor. Um, and Dollar Store. Join us in the dollar store if you get your podcast from there. I don't know how you would do that, but that's where Ben gets his podcasts, I guess. 
And uh, join us next week when we fast forward to our next Rewind. WWF Royal Rumble 1994, where obviously the, whoop, main, whoop. the main event is the Royal Rumble match. Nice. Thanks for listening. You all come back now.